hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to WDGS on your podcast station. I tell you this morning, and it is the a.m., it's about 5, 5.40 something in the a.m., and I was initially on a prayer line that I'm connected with and have been connected with for years. But I was compelled, strongly compelled by the Spirit. You know, have you ever wanted to do something else, but the Spirit just would not allow you? It'll keep pushing you and pushing you to do what it is it's instructing you to do. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Always your host. It'll bring you the most on WDGS. Listen to me this morning. The spirit. I had a dream last night, and that's what happened. I was in the midst of this dream, and in this dream, I was constantly seeing myself glorifying God. I mean, for real, for real, for real. It's like I was repenting and glorifying God through the night. And I said to God, I said, God, forgive me for all the times that I disobeyed your word. Forgive me for all the times I was hard-headed. Forgive me for all the times that I just wanted things to be done my way. Forgive me. I just saw myself in this dream just constantly repenting to God for everything that I could think of. When the times I didn't think the right things, every single word that uttered out of my mouth that I know was not correct and not right. Every time I allowed even my feelings. Let me tell y'all, it was deep in this dream. I was just pouring out. And I was prostrated on my knees and I was just pouring out because God just allowed my life. It's almost just like be a motion picture. And God just showed me the times I thought out of order, the times I said things out of order, the times that I acted out of order. And so as I was in that position with God, I said to God, I said, God, I start crying. And I said, God, I'm so great and gracious, I'm gracious that you are God. And that for all the many times in the many years, even, even recently, I said to God, I said, forgive me when I just didn't acknowledge you in all my ways. I said, God, I, I'm telling y'all, I went through this intense purging of repentance. And the more I was repenting in the dream, the more I realized how many flaws and faults. I was like, God, you know, I never thought of it to just see just, just, the, just the very faults. I'm just saying, just when you think of stuff, I mean, my life was like a motion picture on a screen. And then when I finished purging out and repenting, and I said, God, all those times I was intimate with a boyfriend, all those times, and I wasn't married, all those times I was married, but I wasn't a, a I wasn't a um I wasn't a, a Proverbs 31 woman. 
First off, I said, I've been thinking, I guess in my subconscious, I said, I, I didn't follow your instructions from the beginning. See, you got so many people like to make excuses. And when, when people like to make excuses and act like they always been all holy and got it together, you you you, you may wanna you may wanna examine that person because oftentimes, and I'm just gonna talk about my experience, and these were one of the things I took to God in prayer. People will formulate a spirit of idol worship, and they'll worship themselves, and they'll let everybody else worship them. And that's what the spirit went to dealing with me about this morning. You know, so many times we can fall prey to hurt, to harm, and unhealthy habits because of self-absorption. Y'all understand what that means? Self-absorption. When a person is so absorbed in their own education, in their own cash, in their own crib, in their own stuff, and this is what they talk about. They stuff. And they stuff defines them. And they believe that everything they do, their personalities define them. And they'll find themselves subconsciously sometimes. It's not with intent. Subconsciously in idol worship. You know, sometimes even in families. I don't know who started it. I guess it just become a tradition where they feel the matriarch should get all the respect. Everybody should get respect. Everybody. And sometimes I sit back in, in my love, in my spiritual cubicle. I'm going to call it that. <laughs> and I be wondering, why these people come up with some of this stuff? Everybody is due respect. It shouldn't matter your age your position, or your title. And that's why a lot of times, I'm going to tell you about me now, I have have a certain type of vexation with individuals who are always seeking notification and gratification. Because see, even, even in my concept and even in my dream last night, when I was just glorifying God, I said, there are none greater than you. I just remember from the dream, I said, God, and I could never have ever, ever, ever done anything without you. Without you letting me live through my mess. Without you letting me live through my sins. Without you allowing me to to live and receive the wisdom, the knowledge of nothing that dropped down in my brain. I could do nothing unless you gave me the strength to get up every day and go do whatever it was I used to do. You know, when I was working in corporate America, I was such a committed and dedicated worker. And people used to talk about all these hats that I used to wear. A hat for this and a hat for that. And I was doing so much. But I still used to tell people, you know what? It is God that giveth me strength. It is God that gives every one of us strength. And and one of the things, I don't know about nobody else, but for me, I'm just saying for me, I I never like people to glorify me. It's something to me now. I'm just saying to me, it was always something that I felt that people weren't taught 
And, and they, they, they did it out of ignorance because I knew I'm no God. I'm nobody to be worshipped in no kind of way because there's absolutely nothing. And, and I know sometimes there are people who are close to me. They'll tell me things. And I know they just want to acknowledge. But I don't need that. Because those sometimes, and the reason I'm saying all this, because sometimes that that type of mentality will keep a person hurt and absorbed in unhealthy habits. It is see when I talk about hurt, harm, and unhealthy habits, everybody may not receive harm and then sometimes people who like to be recognized do because if you don't recognize them it it harms them i remember one time a lady said to me nobody thanked her for praying she was sharing personally one-on-one her emotions about that and and i was kind of perplexed because sometimes i don't i don't want to be hard on people But what are you looking for for doing what God instructed you to do? That's 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 an instruction from God. So why should you allow it? See, I have to break things down to people. But the person said the reason that I call you is because I knew you could help me with that. I'm not big on glorifying people because people, people, so we can't do anything. And I mean absolutely anything without God blessing us with the life, with the strength. And you need to think that we ain't did something in our lives that God don't even have to let us be here. That's why I know how to give and keep going. Whatever I release it's not no longer belong to me. I get perplexed sometimes with people. When you take your money and you buy something for somebody and you give it to them, it's no longer yours. I don't care if it's chick or child. It's no longer yours. But when a person still feels that they're obligated to hold and have something that they gave to somebody else, it's something inside of them. It's not a God spirit, I can tell you that. So when we're talking about hurt and harm and unhealthy habits, and this is the part three, sometimes it's not other people, people. We can look all around the world and yeah, there's enough and a plenty enough blame to go to the people that did hurt us. Because there are people that super, super hurt me. And then some of them, you know, uh, they hurt me because they didn't reciprocate the way I used to think they should. See, I'm telling y'all, now this the part where God had to grow me. He had to grow me to this place. Because sometimes we will spend time years and years and years hurting our own self. Because we're seeking a self-gratification from people. And if we don't get it as a people, it can really offset our day. I remember when I was married to my second husband. And I had a second car. And he wanted that car. 
And I wasn't delivered to the place I am now. And I told him, now we married. We living in the same house. (laughs) And I said, well, I tell you what. If you buy it, you can have it. Now, he felt some type of way because, I'm going to tell you how I know. Because he went and said things to his sister and his niece and probably anybody else that would listen. But they couldn't understand why I sold my husband a car that was just sitting there. And I ain't sell it to him for no two or $300. He had to pay me a couple of grand. But let me tell you why. Because I wasn't delivered like I am now. And one of the things I knew that would hurt me, it would hurt me because I knew the type of spouse I had. He was a pathological liar, and he was definitely a bobitual cheater. Not habitual. He passed that. He was a bobitual. And so, and so I knew it would hurt me if I look up one day, the next day, the next day, you don't hear me now, and see somebody he play with and lay with driving that car. I knew it would hurt me, y'all. I knew it would hurt me. We're talking about hurt, harm, and unhealthy habits. So, you know, I, I, I reason in my mind, and I said, to, if you really want it, you have to buy it. And that was my place of staying healthy. You got to grab this. Because if I know what you going to get this car and do, because this is how you do. This ain't because I think you going to do this. This your MO. You do this. You've done it with me. And you've done it against me with other women and other cars. We all done drove the same car before. Okay. So, so I knew this was a habitable thing with buddy. And so I didn't want it to be something I'm going to give to you for you to feel it's okay to share with them women that you lay and play with. So the best solution for me to be able to let it go, to let it go, and for it to not harm me, it still would hurt me. But see, it's the difference between harm and hurt. It still would hurt me, but it wouldn't harm me. And I wouldn't feel no rage because I know they paid for it. So I told them the price and I actually, we set up a payment plan. And I didn't have to go through a song and dance, but sometimes we hurt ourselves because of our unhealthy habits. And see, I remember, see, and he didn't see things the way I did because I remember early on when we first started dating, which is one of the things that attracted me to him. We were coming out of the Walmart in the car together. We were dating. We had just recently kind of started dating. And there was a homeless person. Listen, y'all got to grab this. That was standing up there at the top of the street. And they had a sign. And the sign said, we'll work for food. And he pulled over. And he gave the man $50. A $50 bill. And I said, wow. So anyway, I said, why you gave that man that much money? You know, we pulling off and we talking. And hear me, hear me, hear me now. I'm just saying, see, I tell the truth about me. 
So I, I, I said, you know what, though? Just imagine if everybody pulled up and gave him $50. In a day's time, he won't even need to work. I just think you should have just got him something to eat so he could be motivated to go find a job. And you know what he said to me? He said to me, this at the time, my, my boyfriend, he said to me, it doesn't matter what he do with the money. He said, because I gave him what I gave him of my money. <laughs> he said, and if he don't do right by it, if he take it and go buy drugs, that ain't on me. Because I've given it to him. That's between him and God. And that's the first time I remember somebody saying that. I don't even think, because I'm just thinking about it. I didn't, It didn't even register to me from all them years. He said, I mean, that, that between him and God. That ain't on me. But I don't think he understood what he was saying, because until I'm just retelling the story, I didn't even understand it. So that just, the Holy Spirit reminded me from all those years ago, which was in, two, um, let me see, 1990, 1990, 1990. That was 1990. So from all those years, it took this morning to, to give this testimony to actually realize, because when God gave it to me, it's between me and him. Never thought about it. I heard him say it that day until today. And I thought, what manner of man is this? He just passed out to somebody $50 and act like, you know, whatever the man want to do with it. He ain't got nothing to do with it. But he was real big on that. See, let me tell y'all something. I know I give my little jacked up testimonies about a lot of jacked up stuff in my life. But trust me, unless somebody showed me some other good qualities, I wouldn't have married them. I wouldn't have stayed with them. I don't think none of us would. We don't marry people because they present to us they bad and negative habits. I'm just saying. We mostly marry people and connect with people because they've showed us that good side. And we hold on to that good side. And we hope that even when we see the bad side, that they'll go back to the good side. I'm just saying. I don't think anybody marries somebody that they know is a bad person. So let me just put that out there because people may be listening and say, oh, well, wasn't nothing right? Yeah, it was a lot of stuff right. But it's the stuff that was wrong that sometimes be very wrong. And sometimes we, in our personality, we generate that. See, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I was no Proverbs 31 white. That's why I said I was asking God to forgive me in the dream. Because some of the things and some of the words that came out of my mouth, some of the things that came out of my mouth, that came from out of my heart, that came out of my mouth, it wasn't right. And so the retaliation of of my exes hurting me was from me hurting them. And sometimes what I'm saying in part three Sometimes we hurt our own self because of what we're seeking and what we're looking for. And I was seeking to be the queen bee no matter what. 
And I didn't feel I need to say it. I just felt long as I show you who I am as a woman and I show you my qualities, y'all know we get like this. That's why I say you got to watch them spirits, especially in the ministry. And I show you all my qualities and I got on all these hats that I'm wearing. You know, I can be whoever you want me to be, you know. In the daytime and in the nighttime, I'm never going to make you embarrassed. I'm doing the duties above and beyond that I feel that a wife's supposed to do. So I'm feeling that you need to give me credit. That's why I say you got to watch yourself. If you need credit for doing what it is you're supposed to do, hello. And, And so when I get over into the ministry even, I see a lot of people, they want credit for doing what it is they have accepted a position to do, hello, that's what you're supposed to do. Now, I'm not saying in our jobs and occupations, we should not receive acknowledgement. But nobody needs to come into the job and acknowledge me. I'm just talking about me. I'm not that shallow. I'm not that needy for, 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 for a pat on the back. I'm not. Because I'm getting paid to do what I do. So when people would come in, they didn't need to give me all that credit. And I, ooh, one of the things I really couldn't accept when they used to say, this my boss, I am not your boss. Please don't use that term in this office. We are co-workers because I work with you and you work with me. And they be like, but yeah, Miss Frida, but you are my boss. And when people come in, they might say, well, let me go ask my boss. Let me, please don't do that. Just ask Can you? And I had to cultivate them because some of them was, you know, old school and they had it stuck. They were younger than me, but they just think that that's impressive to me. That don't impress me. You don't need to (laughs) carry on and act like uh, Uncle Tom. I'm just saying I I can't stand that kind of stuff because we all are humans. We all should be respected. We all should be respectful. We all should be loving and we all should be kind. And that should not be indicative to what your title and what your position. I know I was the property manager. You know I'm the property manager. Even if you say to the person, if they say, well, uh, who in charge? And you would say, well, let me go get them. You don't have to always pronounce me. I never wanted to be pronounced. But it's still a spirit that be on us. Listen, you got to grab this because you will stay in hurt when you think you always need to be pronounced. When you think that you, if somebody mispronouncing you, you will whine off of that all day long. That's a spirit of self-inflicted hurt. That's the part three. So many times we don't want to look at the self-inflicted hurt. And when you're caught up in thinking you need recognition for doing all that you do, let me take you to a scriptural place. The word of God say, in all things, give thanks. Give thanks. Why should we give thanks in everything? Because we cannot do anything unless God gives us the breath of light to do them. This is how you can liberate yourself from that unhealthy habit. I'm telling you, just because somebody did not say thank you, that a person prayed when I said, that's what you're supposed to do. The word of God said, pray ye one for another. So that means if you took that, that scripture 
and you made application, nobody needs to never thank you. And let me tell you, and if you in a group of people and you miss doing it, you can watch the resistance of those people. They'll get right funny acting with you. I'm just saying, pay attention because I have done it. Just to pay attention, just to see, are they really that hung up on that word? For doing something they they are obeying God to do. They ain't obeying nobody that they interceding for. They are obeying God. And it is God who gives us credit. But when I think about the Christ, and I'm going to put a pen in the podcast. When I think about the Christ and all he used to do, I was thinking about this scripture the other day when he said, and don't tell nobody. You know, I pondered that thing for years, and I said, I wonder why Christ didn't want them to tell nobody. And then I got an aha moment. Because he realized he couldn't do nothing in his own power. And if you're going to glorify me, the people will get confused. And that's what happens sometimes. You ever been in that circle where people just glorify a person every single day, all the time, to it sometimes feel like it's choking you? And they ain't God, and they can't do nothing without God. I mean, absolutely nothing. Even me. Somebody told me the other day they thanked me for saving their life. I said, girl, wait a minute, hold up. Mm-mm. To God be the glory. I didn't do that. I was available, yes, but it was God who compelled me. See, people, they don't see things the way I do. I can, when I say this, I mean, I cannot do anything unless God giveth me life, he giveth me strength, and he compelled me to do it. And that's what in the dream today, everything God gave me, life, strength, and compelled me to do, I was humbly thankful And I asked him, let me continue to live till I can glorify him. That I can give him back for the times that I was stiff-necked. I was hard-headed. I didn't obey all the things that I know in my secret sins that I didn't do right. No matter, I didn't say right. And I hear people now do it that still want glorification. But yet they have cunning spirits. They have trickery spirits. They have spirits that say all manner of evil against people, especially when they get angry. Hello? And I be in my wild moment. Like, really? They said that? But see, when they when people get angry, and I'm going to tell you, I used to be that way. We'll say things and we don't realize by our words we are justified and by our words we are condemned. So what that means, my own words, we back to what come out my mouth. It's what generated me to reap a seed of hurt and harm back in my own life. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that part. The part where we reap what we sow, we feel that it only is applicable to other people that do us wrong. There are other people that sowed them seeds. And that's when you get the crisscross in being an idol worshiper. Because you'll worship yourself. You know, the old people used to say, well, you don't think your mm stink. <laughs> and when you don't think that what you did wrong, it, it, it's not acceptable, but you will think your mm don't stink because you can say this, you can do this, and you're not wrong, but somebody else do it and say it, and they're wrong. But when you, the time we forget that when we did it and said it, and we're only reaping what we sowed. 
And sometimes people should really just reflect, revisit, and rewind. I make a habit of it. Because I I never want to forget. And you know, my second husband and my friend, they couldn't understand that habit with me. Like, don't be going back to the past. Don't dwell on that stuff. I need to. Because I need to stay in a place of repentance. And whenever I've done wrong or said wrong, I need to be reminded. And I used to tell my second husband that a lot. I said, you do too. Because at least we forget and we continue to do that messed up, jacked up, toe up stuff that God is not pleased with. So I used to reflect and I would think about the things and I said wrong, I did wrong, and I know wrong. And ask God to forgive me. And if you have a spirit of conviction, you will begin to practice not to do those things again. Not to put yourself in that position Again, if possible. And that's whether you choose to be religious or not. You should choose to want to not do wrong by people. And if you've messed up with people, don't sit there and think you need to block it out and blind yourself with not seeing it. Because it's going to come a day. Just like in my dreams, we're all going to be prostrated in our spirit before God and he already sees and he knows everything I was thinking about something this morning and I thought about how some people treated me about $25 and and even though they were getting their money back and it was money that I didn't ask for you know sometimes God will reflect and revisit and help you rewind stuff and so sometimes I be thinking and I be like but God wonder why wonder why you had those wonder why moments certain people do certain things the way they do and God will often reflect me back to that particular situation so remember you're not dealing with a lot of growth because if people fall out by 25 cents that's what I call 25 dollars and they get they panties in a twist. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. To call me out and say something about my integrity. And I, I really got offended because God had to take me down a notch and say, but they don't know you. If they really knew you. And then since then, you know, I see so many words of, of not executing integrity. And, and I go back to that sometimes and say, well, that's a hypocrite. Because integrity to me means integrity across the board. I don't care what it is. You should never use that word if you don't walk in it. I mean, all the way up right to the max. It, there's no there's no room, no wiggle room to slip and fall and bump your head. I'm just saying. Never make a habit of using a word to accuse somebody of. And that's what happened with me. And and, and God had to remind me. He said, but they don't know you. Because they did. They would have never used that word. Situations, circumstances come up. I got the right to explain my situation when I get ready. That's the, that was the thing. You don't get to, I'm not a child. And I was thinking during this time, but I continued to go on and cultivate a better relationship with that individual. But initially back then, because it wasn't something first off I asked for. 
And people should be mindful. When somebody don't ask you to do something and you jump up and you volunteer and do it, listen, y'all need to grab this. And then, so you become the culprit of responsibility, not me. When you throw something out there and you want to tell everybody else to jump on the bandwagon and the wagon don't don't ride the way it rides, then that's your responsibility. This, see, this me and my integrity because I'm never going to invite nobody to, to, to put their money where I can't back up with my mouth. I'm not. That's why you got to be mindful what you do. When you invite people to put their money up for something and people listen and they follow suit. Well, when things happen, they took your advice. So this, you know, this the Alfreda in me. I'm thinking, so that's your responsibility to straighten up. See, because what, what happened with me, first off, I didn't ask. And secondly, when my Bible taught me, when a person released to give, you don't get to dictate. We back to what happened in the car with my ex. After that, it's between me and God. And if you feel people need to be a restitution, you do it. Because you the one made people put it out there. Not me. I didn't ask. And I could have I could have took that stand and let that be my stand. And said that to them, but that's not the type of heart I have. And they are right. My integrity. Because I know the people did it with good intent. So my integrity. And that's why I said they don't, they don't, they don't need to question my integrity. My integrity was gonna be to give it, return it. If I didn't put it to use for what it was given to me for. But it wasn't given to me because I asked. It wasn't even given to me because of what I needed it for. And I already know that. And I could have went there. It was only released to me because of who the person is that asked them. So I, you know me, I'm going to tell y'all for real, for real. I sat there for a minute and said to God, they need to learn a lesson. All that old school stuff, stop asking folk to get their money for something. If you ain't going to back it up. That's not right to do. That's not fair to do. And then feel that you get to tell somebody how they need to do with that money after folks done released it. That's why I never been I never been one of them kind of people. I ain't telling nobody what they need to do with their money. Because whatever they choose to do with it, that's between them and God. Now what I may say, if anybody interested or they want to make a contribution, contact this person and get with them. That way it ain't on me. I'm just saying. But sometimes the moral to the message is Sometimes we bring hurt and harm and unhealthy habits to ourselves. When we think that we are something more than, or want to be more than, just a grateful person that God graces us with the health, the strength, the ability to do the things that we do. And just keep it right there. Because this is my this is my mindset, and I'm gonna put a pen in the podcast about it. This is truly my mindset. I have never done more miracles than Christ, and I know Christ that we would do even greater. But I haven't gotten it yet because I haven't raised the dead. I have laid hands and healed the sick, but unless unless it means 
talking somebody off the ledge from feeling like they want to die. But just touching somebody to raise them from the dead. I have not, I have not experienced that. So, you know, in my opinion, if I, if I need to glorify, if any glory need to be given, I feel it, it belongs to the Christ and God and the Holy Spirit because they have way more power than I will ever have. It's been witnessed. It's been exhibited. So I don't need it. And that's why I don't, I'm not hurt when people don't glorify me. I'm not hurt when people don't acknowledge me. So these are things I'm just saying at part three. And it's this, listen, and I want you to grab this. It's nothing wrong with being rewarded. I, I, I suggest, even in my own book, reward yourself. You should reward yourself. For every little step of deliverance you make, implement rewarding yourself. And when you reward yourself, you won't be so caught up in being self-absorbed for other people to reward you. When you know you've done what you did for God and you did a good job at it for God, then you, it, whether or not anybody come and recognize you, reward yourself. I'm very big on that. And I do self-reward days. I truly reward myself and I feel so good. And when you feel good about what you do, that's anything you do, then it won't hurt you when other people won't do it. That's all I'm saying. We want to get to the place of deliverance from the hurt and the harm of unhealthy habits. And on that note... Listen to me. Revisit all three. One is ways to help you to not desire the things that hurt and harm you. Part two, of course, if you've been through them, you've heard them. But this particular part three, the Holy Spirit said to me, some people bring in that hurt and harm and unhealthy habits because of their habits. And they're reaping what they sow to receive the hurt and harm. So examine yourself. Examine yourself and make sure that you're not your own culprit. That you're not planting seeds of hypocrisy. Seeds of self-gratification. Seeds of seeking glorification. And when you don't receive it, you get feelings hurt. Examine that. And see if you can come up with another strategy to just give God all the glory. And that way you can stay at the hot seat of feeling like when you don't get the glory, it hurts. When you don't get the recognition, it hurts. And when you ain't treated like the matriarch in the family, it hurts. But look at yourself and see, are you really granting the same respect to everybody or do you pick and choose who to respect and who not to respect because of their position and because of the way they are with you and your and your title in your life because you know some people don't believe they should respect mama daddy sister brother auntie uncle children and friends but they'll respect everybody else in the world i'm just saying hello and sometimes though that 
hurt come back to you when you get to work and somebody don't treat you right. I'm just saying, you got to realize you can't pick and choose how your seed going to be sold because it come back from God. So you might have just talked to somebody in your family, messed up, jacked up, toe up, front of the floor up, and then here comes somebody come to your job and talk to you the same way and give it back. It's time to make self-examination when we seeking our hurt, harm, and unhealthy habits to make sure we are not the culprit of reaping what we've sown. We are not the culprit of idol worship to our own self. And so when we get self-absorbed into idolatry of ourself, let me tell you something. Your emotions will always be hurt. When you think you are entitled to get this recognition that you're seeking and thinking you should receive, you will live in hurtville. <laughs> you will live in emotional hurtville. You will be a part of the class, of that class, because of who you think you might be. There's nothing wrong with feeling good about yourself. But it's a difference in feeling good about yourself and feeling entitled. Because to me now, God gets all the glory. And that's who's entitled to all the glory. Now, I don't know about you, but when I say all glory belongs to God, I mean that. I mean that. So I'm not giving no bunch of glory. I give acknowledgement. And I acknowledge people for their kindness, for their fruits of the spirit, not for what what material things, but those fruits, those spirits that matter, those fruits that show me, show me, because that's the only way. When God says, listen, you got to grab this and I'm going to drop the pen. When God says we are made in his image, that's the only thing he's referring to. Our conduct and our character. We are made in his image by being respectful, kind, treating other people the way we want to be treated. Well, I can't say that because some people don't mind being mistreated. But treating people the way God wants us to treat them, that's better. All those are when we execute being made in his image. Because God has no flesh, no blood. No no bones, no body. We only know him from a spiritual perspective. And that's why being in the spirit will help you to avoid getting caught up in the flesh. God blessings to each and every one of you. Be in the good spirit. Let me put it that way. Be in the right spirit. And you will not be hurt and harmed by the things your flesh makes you think, your pride, your looks, and all this stuff. All that'll matter to you is display a good spirit. Amen. God bless. As always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, may this message be downloaded 
and move in you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that God will create in you a clean heart, a loving heart, a respectful heart, a kind heart, a patient heart, a self-controlling heart. All those are conduct of our characters and a meekness. That's what meekness means. It's okay. Even if a person look over you, you won't fall out with them. It's okay. Because in your meekness, you know that your reward comes from God. And great does God give rewards. He give rewards way greater than man. So remember that. And stay in that place. Where God is always pleased. Amen. Have a beautiful, blessed, fabulous Friday. I thank you all for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. I love you all. And I truly mean that. Bye for now.